0: Yo, y'all know what time it is. NCOPD Live, Wednesday night, prime time. We in the building. TPSGL is ready to go. I want all the smoke. Let's do this. Gentlemen, welcome to another edition of NCOPD Live, hosted by yours truly, the one and only song, First Class Six, hashtag the Professor SGL, coming at you live from Beaumont, Texas. Before we get started tonight, hey, what's going on, everybody out there? Uh, before we get started tonight, listen, I got two major surprises or major announcements that I want to talk to you all that, that are in the working. Well, one is kind of like already solidified, but uh, the another one is in the working. So First things first, uh shout out to our, our brothers and sisters in arms. Everybody go ahead and shout out on here. Happy birthday to the Marine Corps. Still going strong out there. We definitely got a shout out to our counterparts in the Marine Corps. So definitely I want everybody to go on here and go ahead and shout out. Happy birthday to the Marine Corps. Second thing I wanna announce is so, with everything, listen, we've been getting your messages uh through the Gmail. Uh, some of them in the inbox, we have been getting your messages. So what we're trying to do right now is we're trying to assemble a panel uh, and uh, 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 we want to assemble a panel with the SMA. uh, The Army G1 Sergeant Major, Sergeant Major Clark has already already committed. We just got to find a date and we would like to get the HRC team on the show as well. Everybody's asking what's going on. A lot of people are in uproar about these promotions, these new promotion and the waivers of PME. Okay, so here at NCO PD Live, once again, we've heard you. We've heard it. We've heard it. But we have to get the individuals, make sure that their dates and their schedules line up when we can go ahead and produce this show. Now, everybody knows I only like to do NCO PD Live on Wednesday. However, I am willing to adjust the date of that particular show and not have an NCO PD live on a Wednesday. So if we get these guests and they can only come on like a Thursday, I will gladly move NCO PD Live from Wednesday to Thursday to accommodate the guests just so we can get the information out to the uh to the people. So uh right now we do got a commit from um from Sergeant Major Um Clark. Uh we have to reach out to Command Sergeant Major McAdoo. And we're waiting to hear back from SMA Grinston and whoever uh, uh, command Sergeant Major McAdoo can bring from HRC. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a great uh, group for discussion. So keep calm. We own it. We'll work in it here at NCOPD live. I just need y'all to give us a little bit of time. Also next week, listen, got the confirmation today. We have been waiting on this individual. We did not want to give this day uh, away, but next week, Medal of Honor recipient, Master Sergeant Leroy Petrie will be on the show. I am super excited about to have this individual come on to the show. So next week, make sure y'all be in the building. The one and only Medal of Honor recipient, Master Sergeant Leroy Petrie will be on the show. I got to give a plug out. So you never know, they say networking and all that is. But I gotta shout out some of the people in my network circle. So I gotta shout out the one and only CAC retired John Wayne Troxel. So I knew who Master picture. I mean, I'm mean, there, but there are some people who don't know who he is, but I knew who he was, I know his story, I know the whole nine. So doing uh during uh uh A USA week. Of course, Siak Troxel, uh, Siak, uh, Siak uh, retired Troxel was there. So I saw a photo op of something where uh, Mastor and Petri took this photo with some people. So what do I do? I call Siak Troxel. Hey, man. Hey, what's going on? Hey, you at AUSA, right? I say, listen, if you run into Mastor and Petri, tell him I would love to interview him on the show. And I'm going to send him an inbox in Messenger, and I want him. I want, I would love to get him on the show. Lo and behold, the message got read. He replied back to us last week or this week, whatever it was. Super excited, but I did not want to give this month, this day, and this month away because I was gonna hold it this week for him. Great, he's coming on the show. I'm super excited. I know that I know that's gonna be great discussion. If you haven't read his story of what happened, you have to go read his story. Phenomenal leader. Talk about selfless service? We may even talk about that a little bit tonight, or I may save it to talk about that with him next week. But Master and Leroy we're looking forward to having them on the show next week. And I think that's all my admin notes for right now. Oh, so listen, no, 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 no. I have to apologize to... Two individuals, well, three. It's it's a, it's a family, and I wish I I wish I would have texted my uh, public relations advisor before I try to say these names. But there's one NCO, and then there's a couple that uh, I owe a phone call to. Listen, I promise y'all, things have been kind of crazy here at NCO PD Live. Uh, you know, with messages coming here, and right now the top priority. A lot of people are talking about. Uh, the, the new PME waiver and all of that. But I have not forgotten about you all. So I want you all to just hang with me. Trust me, I am going to call you. Uh, it was on my schedule. Other things came up. I, I don't even have an excuse. But just bear with me. I promise you all I will get back with you. So with that being said, listen, this is my monthly address. There's no guest on NCO PD Live, but yours truly, the one and only TPSGL. So listen, tonight I want to talk about two things, and then I might have to skedaddle on over to uh <laughs> hey, hashtag SOS. So I'm gonna to talk to y'all a little bit, and then I might have to hash uh you have to see me. Hey, hashtag. Yo, Booker, get off, man. Chill out, quick, quick commenting. So I'm gonna to talk to you all real quick about two things that's been on my mind, and then I'm gonna to have to skedaddle over to uh tim talks on on his podcast and be talking with uh uh mr tim sloan command sergeant major retired, and i believe his command sergeant major burke so i want to be able to get over that so what i want to talk to you all about tonight is two things i want to talk the first thing i want to talk about is staying focused why am i talking to you all about staying focused because that's one thing i look at when uh ncos and just leaders in general Uh, That sometimes because of distractions, we can lose focus on certain things that we're supposed to be doing, whether it's supposed to be the mission, uh, whether it's it's the goal that we have set or anything like that. But we lose focus on simple things that stop us from accomplishing a bigger task. So because we lose focus on these simpler things, we lose focus on the bigger task. And what normally happens is, is that when we lose focus of the bigger task or the bigger goal, normally what happens is that we want to quit. We want to throw in the towel. Nobody walking this earth is perfect. Nobody that wears the uniform has ever gotten everything right. No matter how well they tell you, no matter how uh, eloquently they speak, no matter how well they dress it up, No one wearing the uniform has ever got everything right. Somewhere down the line, some people had to learn through some failures. Whether it was an Article 15, whether it was a draft of separation papers to get separated out of the army or whatever it was. But we all deal with our struggles. We all deal with our internal things that we may go through, whether it's personally, whether it's spiritually, whether it's emotionally. As leaders, we're going to deal with things. But the point I'm trying to make is is that we can't lose focus of the of the exact goal of what it is that we're supposed to do. Because everything, every purpose that we have or the purpose that we have in life is set to bring us somewhere. And it's and it's it's destined for a particular reason. And when we lose our focus as leaders, not only does it hurt the unit. Not only does it hurt our soldiers, our family members, but it hurts us as well. And I like to tell people a lot of time when we lose focus, we don't realize that our actions don't just hurt us. It affects the individuals that are around us. So I want to talk tonight about leaders, about Uh, A couple of things that I want to talk. I want to drop in some jewels to say about how to remain focused. Understand this. First and foremost, one of the things to understand how to remain focused is understand that you are not perfect and that you're not going to get everything right. Listen, you are destined to fail at something. I'm going to say that again. I know NCO PD Live, we normally don't talk about stuff like this, but I'm going to say it again. As a leader, as a person, you are destined to fail at something. You're not gonna get everything right. So, why am I telling you this? If I know that I'm not gonna get everything right, if I know that I'm subject to make a mistake, if I know that I'm subject to fail at something, when failure happens, I'm not bodily, I'm not bottled by it because. I've already prepared myself that sometimes I'm not going to get everything right. And you may say well, hey, TPSGL, that sounds kind of off. No, it's not, really, and it's all how you think about it. I'm not saying that the TPSGL go out there and say, "Oh, you know what? I'm going to fail at that right there." I don't specifically state something that I'm going to I'm going to fail at. But however, let me tell you how the TPSGL thinks. I feel that every time my feet strike the ground in the morning time when I'm get up, I have a positive attitude, but we all know Murphy's Law, all right? And and I told you all, when I first got here to this unit, it was a culture shock to me because the way coming from the NCO Academy at Fort Lee and then coming to a Compo 3 unit that's full of TPUs and AGRs, it was definitely a culture shock to me, right? So when my feet strike the ground in the morning time, I'm sharing another personal side of the TPSGL. Whenever my feet strike the ground, there's a couple of things that I say in my head before I do anything. All right. First and foremost, of course, it's always something about my family. And then whether I'm walking through the house, I'm brushing my teeth and getting ready to go to PT or whatever. I'm telling myself uh, I'm a part of this. I must group. And if you haven't seen it, you need to go on there. So I'm a part of this. I must. So I go in there and say, I must give 100 today or i say i must say i must accomplish this task today i must do x y and z right but then at the same time in my mind i'm telling myself this is what i'm set out to accomplish to do but anything can come up where i don't accomplish that task whether brigade say hey all s3s at the battalion uh, we need you all on. a. We need you all on the phone call time. Now we're going to talk about schools and PME because that's a hot topic right now. And I'm set out to make. uh, To accept or to accomplish a goal because I've told myself I must do this. But now something has come up that's beyond my control that I can't accomplish that task. Now, watch this. I still haven't lost my focus. Right. It's just that right now I have to adjust my focus. And we're going to come to that in the second point. I had to adjust because of something else that came up. So when leaders, leaders, when we're faced with different situations and and things that come up, it's important and it's imperative that we as leaders, we don't lose our focus. Because guess what? Well, the brigade calls down to all the battalion S3s and say, hey, we need everybody on MS teams right now does it not negate the fact that that task still needs to get done? So just because Brigade calls Sergeant First Class Hicks and say, hey, we need all the Battalion S3s on teams, does it not still mean that that task can't be done? No, we can't lose focus over because things happen. We can only control those things within our span of control. Some people just lead the way they lead. Some people just talk the way they talk. Some people just are the way they are. But it doesn't, their, their, their actions shouldn't cause a reaction in you to lose focus. When you truly, when you truly have a grip on your focus, when you truly have a grip on understanding your purpose, You're not moved by others' actions, words, or deeds, or recognitions are not towards you because you understand your purpose. Once again, I can only use the TPSGL as an example. A lot of people, especially a lot of people in my team, they know I'm not real big. I'm not really fond of uh, being recognized. Hey, I've I've linked this platform out uh sorry first class Latoya Green Janina Simmons and Amuse. I've I've leaned I've lent this platform out to my buddy Oz. I've lent this platform out to uh CAC Troxel. I've leaned it out to KP. I've lent it out to Coach K. Because I'm not I'm I'm not all about getting the glory of something. If they have something relevant that they want to bring to the people hey by all means they're a part of this team. I trust them with this podcast. So I'm not a part, I'm not one of those that's really gotta be always getting some type of accolade. But understand this, people's reactions toward me or people's actions toward me doesn't drive me to lose focus of why I have this platform. Case in point, if you think, and I'm gonna get ready to move on to the next point. If you think that, Everybody that come into the inbox of NCO PD Live, Oz, if you're watching, I don't know. I think you probably was watching the movie, but if you're watching, tell me if I'm lying. KP, if I'm lying, Miss Kia, if I'm lying, Coach K, if I'm lying, sound off on the comment. If you think that every message that comes in the inbox is a positive message or is an uplifting message of what we're trying to do here at NCO PD Live. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you are sadly mistaken. TPSGL, why are you bringing it up? I'm glad you asked because I understand what comes with what I do. I understand that there are just some leaders that don't want to hear or talk about the changes that are coming in the military. I understand that some military some leaders just don't get with social media, but I'm not moved by what people may say in my inbox, what they may say in our Instagram or Twitter uh, inbox. I'm not moved by what people say in our Gmail inbox or what they may send in Messenger because I understand the purpose driven for why I'm doing what I'm doing. I've been doing this for seven years now. This June coming up will be eight years. Tell me a podcast that has started out that have continued that's not military driven and still here because there's a lot that comes with this and i had to realize that taking on something like this and actually going out there and making it happen there were going to be some naysayers there were going to be some let's just call it what it is there was going to be some haters there was going to be some what uh siak CAC, C-AC trucks uh, or retired trucks call it. there was going to be some jellocks And I will never forget the conversation that I had with him. He said, hey, he said, D, I'm telling you now. What you're doing right now, people at the Pentagon are watching what you're doing. They're watching you. And they're expecting you to do one thing where they can can criticize your credibility or they can come at your credibility. But even having that conversation with him, I'm not moved by what the naysayers say. I'm not moved whether... we get over 2000 views of reached or whatever. I'm not moved by that because when I really say my focus point is if I reach one, if I reach one, a lot of times we say that as cliche. If one person comes on here and watch this episode and they receive something, guess what? The mission is accomplished. Why? Because my focus is on reaching one if i could reach one that one's going to go spread the word and eventually that one is going to come in contact with guess what another one and then at that another one is going to come in contact with what another one and the message is going to get out there so i want to i want to tell leaders listen we all go through situations we all go through issues we all go through things in life but guess what we still have to remain focused The task doesn't stop just because of an interruption. The task doesn't stop just because of a setback. The mission still has to get set. I've said this before to you all. If you think that the Army cannot succeed without you, drop your retirement packet, 4187. Exit stage left. Or Lord forbid, die. And I'm telling you what's gonna happen. If it's the second one, they're gonna drape a coffin, they're gonna drape a flag over your coffin. They're gonna roll you out to a national cemetery or wherever it is that you wish to be buried. They're gonna say some kind words. They're gonna do a 21-gun salute. Taps gonna play. They're gonna fold that flag, hand it to the loved one that you deem uh to get it. And come Monday morning or the next uh, workday morning, PT formation is gonna roll right on. It's gonna roll right on. I assure you, the army will keep the army will keep rolling right on. But we can't lose focus because other people come at us a certain way. We can. So I want all leaders, I want to caution us to remain focused the mission don't stop just because you had a distraction and i'm not and i'm not trying i hope i'm not sounding uh that i'm not empathetic or whatever because i am but i'm saying that just because we go through things in life that doesn't mean that that task isn't important because guess what that task was given for a reason that mission was given for a reason and it still needs to be accomplished we have things that we go through in life. We have hardships. We have trials. But we have to remain focused. Another thing that'll get us through um uh showing how to remain focused. A lot of people don't like to talk about it, but I'm a huge, come on, eight Romeos, where y'all at? I'm a huge fan of MRT. I am a huge fan of MRT. MRT was probably one of the top five classes I've ever been to. I gotta see what this uh this digital master gunner course that I got to go to in I think in January. So Fort Leavenworth, be on the lookout. TPSGL might be in the building, but it, it sounds interesting. But when it comes to MR, MRT, MRT right now is one of the top five classes I've ever went to. When you talk about getting buy in from MRT, I am definitely I, I'm 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 stocks all the way out the door. I've bought in on MRT. MRT is another way that helps the TPSGL stay focused. It's another tool that I use in order to keep me focused, to keep me balanced. So if I didn't have resiliency, it's no telling what I did. And I keep myself surrounded around people that can give me those tools I need to remain focused. I'm listen. This, let me say this, and then I'm gonna move on to my next one. And this is another thing about resiliency. I surround myself around people that don't tell me what I want to hear. They're gonna tell me the truth. When it comes to the NCO PD Live team, from my advisors to my team members to public relations to the graphics designers, all of these people, when I tell you. They don't know how much they pour into me. It's unreal. Because I'll be honest with y'all. There are some nights that the TPSGL say, I just feel like giving up. I feel like giving up. Whether I've had a bad day at work, Lord knows I've had a few. Whether I've had a bad day at work or whether I've had a bad weekend of drill and I got NCOP that I come to the live next weekend. It'd be sometimes I just be like, why, why, why? But I surround myself around those individuals that can pour back into me. It's it mean. Listen, even those individuals that reach out to the page, uh, I oh I can't think of this guy's name, but um it was Michael something. He sent the he sent the message. I got my phone right, here. I could look, I could look it up, but he sent the message uh to the page. Uh, to the inbox. And listen, I'm telling y'all, when I tell y'all it moved me, it moved me. Like those type of things, when I see those type of things or when I see people post on the page and say, hey, you know, you, you, you did something for me or you don't remember me. But back when I was at the academy, I came through, you came and talked to my class and you said something to me and guess what? It just resonated. Or like when I was talking to one of my previous uh football players that I coached at Fort Lee. I mean, not at Fort Lee, but at Fort Stewart and one of my mentees that I was talking to the other day and he told me something that he said, hey, I didn't realize when you was doing it, but not only were you coaching players, you were building men of character. When I hear those things, those are the things that keep me focused. Like, okay, wait a minute. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. So not only do you need to... uh have resiliency but then you need to surround yourself around people like-minded like you but not only do they have not be just not like-minded but they have to be willing to tell you where you are at fault but we gotta stay focused of the task and i got it listen stuff is gonna come up but we gotta stay focused as leaders there's somebody out there that's always watching I have to be careful of how I utilize this platform, even how I utilize my personal page. Now, sometimes on my personal page, y'all know, y'all going to get D when y'all come on my personal page. But still, even as D, I understand that there are some things I cannot say nor do on my personal page because it it is a direct reflection of what? NCOPD Live. So that's another focus that I have to remain focused on. We cannot lose focus. So leaders out there, stay focused. Don't give up. You're not going to be perfect. You're not going to get everything right. And it's one of the things I hate now. A lot of Sarn majors may get mad at me for saying this, but I'm going to say this. This is just my own professional opinion. I can't stand when those leaders, first sergeant, platoon sergeants, uh, or SAR Majors tell a soldiers, don't you come back here from school unless you make Commandant List or the Distinguished Undergrad or the Singles Leader. I, I I think that that is in my own professional opinion, I'm not blasting no SAR Majors, but I think that, that I think that that's a sad, I think that's a sad sight. Now, of course, we want them to strive to go get, but sometimes we can put added pressure on people. Sometimes their goal may be, hey, I just want to go there and graduate. If I get this, great. If I don't, great. Nothing wrong with that. A lot of people don't like people that just meet the standard. Hey, that may be your preference, but guess what? That's the army standard. But let me get back to this point. I think that that's a sad sight when we tell people, don't come back here if you ain't got distinguished undergraduate, or if you ain't got distinguished leader, or if you don't got commandant list, or if you don't got iron soldier. Well, well, wait a minute, first sergeant or sergeant major. Can I ask you a question? Uh, where else are they going to go? They got to come back to the unit? And if they didn't make distinguished undergraduate, if that wasn't their goal, if, if they didn't make distinguished leader or they didn't make commandant's list, is it now that they're a bad soldier because they did it? What if that's not their goal? Sometimes we can, as leaders, we can try to inflict goals on others. That's not their goal. We have to be careful about that. So now we put added stress on this. So and I, and the reason I'm talking about this is because I've seen it, I've heard it with students that came to me and say, Man, I gotta make this thing with undergraduate. So I'm kind of I'm trying to figure out in my head, are you trying to tell me that are you are you trying to get me to rig the system or or put you in a fixed fight? Cause no, sorry, guess what? I know what your son major probably told you. I know what your first son or your commander probably told you, but hey, guess what, son? That ain't how we get down here at the NCO Academy. So you got to earn this. You got to earn it. And so now we've caused more stress on that individual than what they would generally, generally focus to come there and do is get their PME education, learn some things, network with others. If they get it, they get it. But we can't put that of stress. Okay, so remain focused. I know a lot of I'm expecting already to probably get some inbox messages and it's okay. I welcome them. And and I'm I'm always up for a debate. I'm always up for a debate. Second thing I want to talk about tonight so I can um, uh, get out of here. Mr. Tim Sloan, if you're watching, hey, I'm coming, but I can't I can't rush my people. I can't rush. I can't rush my people over here. So the next thing I want to talk about is I want to talk about things change. Leaders need to adjust. Let me say that again. Things change all the time. Leaders need to adjust. Training schedules, they change. Yes, it may be in DTMS as this that we're supposed to do this, but training schedules change. Leaders need to adjust. The weather. The weather changes. Leaders need to adjust. I'm going somewhere with this. Y'all just rock with me for a little bit. Weather changes. Leaders need to adjust. Uh, Uniforms. They change. Leaders need to adjust. Fitness tests whether we go back to physical fitness or whether we stay at combat fitness or whether they come up with something different we never know but it changes leaders should adjust standards grooming standards or whatever it is they may change leaders should adjust why am i talking about that is because as a human being and I want, I want y'all to really listen to what I'm about to tell y'all. It's no magic trick, but it, maybe it's going to gleam on somebody with an aha moment. As a human being, our body normally adjusts to whatever element that we're in. For those of us that be down south, if we were to go to, I'm going to say Utah, because that's where my commander state, and maybe he's watching. Or if you go to Utah, Alaska, and I'm from Houston, Texas. My body temperature is not going to regulate like uh, a person who's from that that area. So what do I have to do? Right. I have to adjust. To the climate or to the nature of where I'm at. If it rains outside. okay. All right, battle. I'll send it to your Gmail. but i'm off right now but i can't lose focus (laughs) so if i if 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 um we go to an area where like the rainforest we and then watch this we know we're getting ready to go to this location the thing that we pack in our uh our bag is going to be relevant or congruent to where we're going because we know that we're going to the rainforest. So a lot of things that we're gonna pack is gonna be wet weather gear, it's gonna be something that's gonna be conducive to the area or the element in which we're gonna be in. If we're nate if we're naturally like that as human beings, just because we put on the uniform doesn't make us any less of a human being. In fact, I'll tell you this: maybe some of you didn't know it. That uniform means nothing until the individual. Put it on. It means nothing. So if we can adjust to certain climates and elements and uh, mother nature and things that go on in the world when we're out of uniform, how is it hard and difficult for individuals to adjust to things when we're in uniform? And I'll tell you probably why. It's because of a bias. And this is where I really want to go with tonight. On this topic, it's because of a bias. You have a bias towards a specific thing or you've been accustomed to doing something for so long that you feel that it should not change. Now, a lot of people may say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, just because it's broke don't mean that it's not worn. It's just not broke yet. But you can still replace it with something new. Here's the things that I don't understand about people's biases and when things change um, and leaders have a hard time changing it. And I've said this before, uh, just because, and I, I can't stand it when I go to a unit, well, it's the way we've always done it. That's the way we've always done it. Well, just because that's the way you've done it doesn't mean that it's the right way, nor does it mean that that is the only way. No, that's just the way you have done it. And sometimes we can get stuck in our biases and ways that we have done things for so long that it's hard for us to adjust as leaders to the changes that may come around. If you look at it like this, nobody, nobody in the military today is complaining, saying, hey, we need to go back to the way it was we fighting in Vietnam. We in, in wooded areas. We don't know if we stepping on booby traps, we don't know nothing. Nobody's 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 making the argument to go back and fight like we fought in Vietnam. Nobody's making the nobody's making the argument now about us going back and fighting how we did in World War One, jumping out of airplanes into a combat area. I really don't understand how people did that because if some of the enemies looked up and shot your parachute. I don't know, but I'm just saying. But nobody's making an argument to go back to those those styles of tactics. We embraced the change. We embraced new weaponry. Nobody's saying, hey, let's go back to when we was in the Civil War and when you fired the one time, you got to pick the thing out, bite it, put it in there, pull the thing all the way out, Stuff it down in the musket, and the muzzle. Pull it back out, put it back, and then shoot. Nobody's arguing to go back and change and go back to those styles and those tactics. We embraced the change, is what I'm saying. We embraced the new uniform change. We embraced it when they was fighting in the Civil War and the Revolutionary War and. And Vietnam and all that, we we embraced it. And those uniforms, their traditions will live on, but it was only temporary for a season. It's it served its purpose. But as time changes, as time rolls on, guess what? We have to adapt. Leaders should adapt too. I'll give you one perfectly fine. Just recently, what this past weekend, we fell back an album everybody got that good hour everybody got that extra hour of sleep I don't know if y'all did but the TPSGL I enjoyed it we got that extra hour of sleep right and now it gets depending on where you are here in Texas is it gets darker early 548 it's dark outside as to now <clears throat> it's more it's lighter it's more light in the morning time when I'm getting up to go do PT. What am I saying? With the time that came, the adjustment of the time, the TPSGL had to adjust. I may have a bias that, hey, I'd rather it be, you know, more nighttime in the morning time than in the daytime in the evening. That could be a bias of mine. But I can still have that bias, but I adjust with the times. I I adjust with the changes. And it it puzzles me how leaders can't adjust with the new new changes. Listen, things change every day. There's something about you that changed from yesterday to today. But we as leaders, we have to learn to adjust. We can't always have it our way. And now, and now, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe there is some good thing about the PME wave, a waiver. I'm pretty sure that there's some individuals got some some concerns and some questions to say, "Hey, I've been doing everything right." And, and 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 that could be that could be very well true, and they are entitled to ask those questions. But we still have to we still have to adjust with the changes. Not every change that come about. That we're gonna lo- that we're gonna like or that we're gonna enjoy as leaders. I'll be the first one to tell you. I, I I was not a huge fan of the ACFT when it first came out. I was like, man, we going from three events. Well, we had people that couldn't pass three events to six events, and we still keeping a two mile run. I was one of the big. I was like, yo, ain't no way this is gonna get off the ground. Like, no way. I took the PT test the morning of the, the morning of the ACFT, I took it. I was still a naysayer. I'm listening. Y'all, y'all want transparency. You come to this show, you're going to get it. The morning of the ACFT, I was still a naysayer. I was like, yo, man, I ain't, man, this ain't no way. Boom. We at the Academy Williams stadium. Boom. We get out there. Then they made us do it on a Saturday. You know, they was going with this six-day work week. So they made us come out there and do it on a Saturday. I'm like, God dang, man, you already taking my Saturday. I get off late in the evening. I get up in the morning. It's nighttime. When I get home, it's night. Now you're going to take my Saturday? And not only are you taking my Saturday, you putting me to do a test that I don't agree with. OK, you know what? Y'all can get whatever y'all get. Boom. There I was. Did the, did the um the maximum deadlift? Like, OK. All right. Okay, let's see. Went on over that next event. (laughs) Now, listen, that sprint drag carry. Look, if you, I'm not getting off topic, but I just got to say this. If you haven't taken the ACFT yet as your diagnostic, and you haven't prepared yourself for that sprint drag carry, look here, Sarge. Look here, ma'am. Look here, sir. That sprint drag carry is something serious. Serious, serious, for real, for real. Boom, go out there, I do the sprint, drag, carry. Uh, I'm like, all right. So now I'm starting to get like, oh, this this might be all right. Uh. Boom, I go out there, do the leg tuck. Not real big fun of the leg tuck. I failed that event, right? Boom, get back, go. Uh, uh. Well, at that time they didn't have an awesome event, but they just gave us our uh, gave us our score. So I'm like, all right, so. I was like, all right, cool. I got to you know, get, get good on this leg tuck. All right, so boom. So I was like, hey, this test, it wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. It really wasn't. And now to this day, before I got injured, I actually, I think the ACFT is a great test. Now, do I think it should be the test for record? I would love to debate that. But I think it's a. I think it's a great. I, I actually love the ACFT. I really do. I love the ACFT until like, I, you know, hurt my shoulder. But I, even still, now I love the ACFT, and I adjusted with the change. A bias, a bias of mine was because we going from a three event PT test to a six event ACFT, and you still keeping the run. That was a bias of mine. But what did I do? I had to adjust with the times. Not, and I'm saying that to say this as leaders, we're not going to always like the changes. But as leaders, you want me to tell you why we should adjust with the change? Because we only got two options. We either adjust with the change or we pick up and we move out. But if you don't choose the second, this is why you should adjust to the change. Because there's somebody watching you. And if you're giving kickback to the change, Guess what seed you just sold in that unit? Or guess what seed you just sold in that young soldier's mind? Hey, whenever the Army goes through a change, whenever I make Sergeant First Class or whenever I make First Sergeant or Sergeant Major, i suppose supposed to kick back at the Army. And that's the seed that you have planted. May not have planted it intentionally, but nevertheless, it's planted. And then when you plant something, it's going to produce. Whether it produce good, or whether they produce bad that seed is going to produce so as leaders we need to learn to adjust we have to things are going to change and what bugs me a lot about some of these leaders is that um I'm still seeing that we having an issue with the grooming standards for females nobody nobody I don't, I have I don't know nobody else that have said this but this is one of them things I ain't run by my uh advisors. Y'all getting this hot off the press from the TPSGL, and this is in my humble opinion. Uh, for the most part, when it comes to standards and, and, and grooming standards and all of this, um, this has been a one man's army for a long time. I'm gonna say that again, this has been a one man's army the whole time for a long time and now that we are are allowing i don't even want to say we're relaxing the standard because i don't think we're relaxing it now that we're allowing females to be females we're allowing them to feel as if they're females one thing i would love to see the army do is take away that a female has to shave her head when she go ranger school and if if there's if there's a medical reason out there show me why i would like i would like to know why i would matter of fact i would love to have that expert come on the show and talk about it but this has been this has been a one man's army for a long time and now that we are starting to see changes we have leaders out there that can adjust with these changes. We still have leaders out there that can adjust with people first strategy. Getting to know your people. We still have leaders out there that try to silence individuals on social media. And, and this is where, if a soldier's venting on here on social media, maybe it's because they feel like they can't talk to their leaders. Now you got those bad apples, I got it. But Guess what? Things change over over time. Things change the way we fight our enemies now. Guess what? When we first went into Iraq and Afghanistan, the time we the, up, up until now, do you think that the time stayed the same of how we of how we fought? No. When our enemies found out our TTPs, guess what they did? They adjusted. And when we saw that they adjusted to our TTPs. Guess what we started doing? We started adjusting. We found out they were putting stuff in soda water cans. We thought it was harmless riding down the side of the street. Guess what happened? Things happened. We found out about it. We put a TTP in place. They got smarter. Okay, what's more common that you're probably going to see in Iraq and Afghanistan? Eh, You'll probably see a dead animal on the side of the road. So guess what? They start putting IEDs in dead animals. They adjusted because we adjusted. And guess what happened? We start picking up on it. So guess what we did? We adjusted to the changes. We can't pick and choose as leaders what and what we're not going to adjust to. As civilians, we can't pick and choose what we're going to adjust to. We can't pick and choose what the weather is going to be the next day. I wish I could, but I can't pick and choose. So when I wake up in the morning time and I say, hey, you know, um, I don't want to say her name because she's going to answer me. Uh, I say, hey, Echo, what's the temperature going to be for tomorrow? Tomorrow, expect a high of 77 degrees Fahrenheit. By the way, Melissa McCarthy can now tell you the weather. Jokes and more for a one-time purchase. Echo, stop. So guess what? That's what the weather's going to be tomorrow. I can't pick and choose. I have to adjust to whatever she tells me the weather's going to be. So as leaders, we don't get to pick and choose what we can adjust to when things change as leaders, what makes good leaders, great leaders is that we can adapt and we can we can we can adapt and reform in any situation that we are in. I did not know what I was coming into when I got to Beaumont, Texas. I really didn't. And I'm now I'm learning what. uh OK, I ain't learned that one yet. He just but he just told me today I'm learning what RST mean. I'm learning what RLAS means. All these compo 3, I'm learning all of this TPU language because I'm adjusting to the change. Army says, "Hey, we need you to go here. You're the man for the job to go here in Beaumont." I get here to Beaumont, I'm like, "Man, I don't know. I thought I was going over to the port over at 842nd." Now the army said, "No, nah, you need to be at 3, you need to be at 3289 Beaumont, Texas." Come on, Gator Country i'm like i get that man and I, i'm getting there and i'm seeing i'm like man i don't know like this i don't think this is for me time goes on still frustrated go to work sometimes i'm frustrated i'm like man look this man i need to call branch like and i and and then here's the thing about it is is we we complain about things and we know we can't change it now do you think that i could have called my branch manager and they know who i am do you think I could have called my branch manager and be like, man, look, man, look, sorry, Mado, man, I, I can't, I ain't been here six months. Bro, I need you, I need you to move me. What, what do you think branch is going to say? Hey, look, hey, check this out, Staff sorry. Let me tell you what's going to happen. First of all, you're going to quit calling me with this nonsense and blah, 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 whatever. But guess what? I'm going to stay here in Beaumont. I'm going to retire here in Beaumont. So what did I do? I had to adjust with the change. It was it was a, it was a huge culture shock to the TPSGL. I've never dealt with TPUs or AGRs like that, other than the few that may have came to my course. But guess what? I only had them five weeks in a day, so I, I didn't. I, I never really dealt with them on a consistent basis of how I do with them now. So it was a, it was definitely a culture shock, man. I seen stuff. I was like, whoa, 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 man, that wouldn't have never flew at the academy. Hey sir, hey sir, hey ma'am. Let me let me talk to you for a second. You know, mm, ooh, 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 mm-mm. it was a culture shock. But I but I had to adjust with the environment that I was in. Now watch this. This is the last thing I want to say about things change. Leaders need to adjust. And this is my aha moment just because things change and leaders need to adjust doesn't change the standard that's where i got my aha moment here the environment of coming from the academy the op tempo was it was all go Y'all hear me say all the time, all go, no quit. It was all go, no quit. All go, no quit at the academy. When you got a break between classes, hey, you better take advantage of that. Because guess what? When them classes start coming in and you got to come in in the morning time and you got 600 students waiting to get signed in, height and weight, tape all of this, blah, blah, blah. We ain't going to talk about that dreadful APFT that we had to give. First push-up beginning at 340 Come on, SGS, where y'all at? Hey, it was all go no quit at the academy, right? It was standards and discipline at the academy. I fast forward, I come to Beaumont, it's a little different here. Optempo, it's not that serious here. tempo is very different. Matter of fact, whole TDA, whole TDA where we operate is totally different, right? It's totally different. So now I'm like, wait, wait, hold up. wait, Y'all do what here? How's that is that even is that even is that even if that even thank you, appreciate it. Is that even legal? Hey yeah. So it was a, it was an eye-opener to me, which is another reason why I'm I'm working again to get uh, a panel of AGR, a- 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 somebody from AGR, somebody from TPU, somebody from National Guard, and somebody from the Army, uh, a regular component, uh, active component Army to come on show. Because there, there's a there's a whole culture shock out there that I want to talk about. I got to be strategic when I do it because I don't want nobody to think I'm bashing my unit or other units or anything like that. But there is a culture shock out there that people need to talk about. No, ma'am, I'm not in El Paso, Sorry, Major, I'm in Beaumont. Are you talking about El Paso, sorry, Major? Come on now, come on, sorry, Major. Really, El Paso? No, I'm not in El Paso. I'm in Beaumont. I see. I see Natasha. I, I will. I will reach out to you, ma'am. Don't don't quote me if it's not tonight, but I will definitely reach out to you. Matter of fact, uh, go into the inbox if you can right now and drop a, a email or a POC that we can contact you. Okay. But listen, it was a culture shock. And there's there's a there is a culture shock out there, I'm telling y'all, that you wouldn't you wouldn't understand it when you come to an assignment like this. It is a culture shock between different components. Good, bad, or indifferent, but it's a culture shock. And if you're accustomed to doing something so long and you don't check those biases, when you come here, you could be a toxic uh ingredient. the to the environment that you're in we have to learn how to adjust leadership styles it doesn't mean you change who you are as a person i can still go and correct the lieutenant or captain and say hey sir are you uh you aware of you know ar 600-20 you know and in relates to profanity in the workplace i can still the, the standard doesn't change I just had to adjust my leadership style. So remember leaders, stay focused, stay resilient, get people around you that's not going to always tell you what you need, what you want to hear. Surround yourself around those people. And I'll tell you sometimes my advisors and sometimes I'll be close to slipping their names out, but it's one advisor. This this individual going to tell me just like a TI is don't care what day of the week it is, don't care what the weather is outside. This particular advisor going to give it to me raw and uncut. And all of my advisors like that, but this particular one just got a way of just, and I'll be like, God, dang man, like, you know, couldn't you say it a different, you know, but I love it because they, you know why they keep me, they keep my head on the swivel. Surround yourself around people that's not going to want to just tell you what you want to hear but they're going to tell you what you need to hear. Lastly, lastly, things are going to change. They're going to change. As leaders, we need to learn to adjust. We need to learn to adjust our leadership style. Whatever you did at Fort whatever is not going to work at the next Fort or Camp Postal Station. You know why? Because it's different assignments. Maybe it can even be a, it can be It even be the same unit. You can go from one BSB to another BSB. Guess what? That commander may do things different there. And just because you were raised or you was uh, just because you've been doing it away that way for so long doesn't mean that it is the only way or that it is the right way. No, that's just the way you've been doing it. So we have to learn how to adjust as leaders. We have to learn how to adjust our leadership style. What works at the academy doesn't work at 3289 Gators. Trust me, I know. It doesn't work here. The tempos are different. The environment are different. The element that I'm in is totally different. I mean, I'm I'm walking with the buildings. I got to press code to get in the door. I'm like, man, at the academy, you just go in, you walk in, go to your classroom, and you... (sighs) I'm pressing the code every day to get in the door at this building. I'm like, man, what? but out here on the economy, you never know who's gonna walk in that building that don't need to have access. Things change; leaders need to adjust. So, listen, that was my that was my monthly address to you all. I hope I didn't bore you all, but that was just some of the things that was on the TPSGL mind, man. And I and I and I I'm charged to bring you all these relevant ideas and these relevant topics. When I'm comes to my mind, whenever I think about something, I write it down, but Hey, you know what? I'm going to talk about this on my monthly address. Or if if I talk to a particular, uh, now I told my about, I said, I'm going to, I'm getting ready to do my podcast. And she's still texting me about this. See this, this is you know what? No, I'm going to adjust my leadership style I'm going to adjust my style of how I handle this situation. I am going to remain resilient. I am going to be positive. It's a four-day weekend, y'all. It's a four-day weekend. I'm fixing to relax. I ain't really decided if I'm going to come on and do a, a veteran's message or not. I don't know. I might if I don't. Don't hold it to my heart. Oz, I might ask you to pitch it, okay? Or I don't know. We may come on and do something special for y'all. But um listen. Y'all know the motto: If you see something wrong and you fail to do something about it, then you... Oh, wait, 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 wait! Before I say that, shout out to Son First Class Latoya No Middle Name Green, made it safely to Korea. I know you're on that quarantine over there, sis. I know it's crucial over there, but this the NCO was innovative over there, not an IPT while she in the hotel. Hey, sis, I love you. I started the I started the video chat you this uh today. But I said that's gonna blow her mind because she's always the initiator to call me to check on me. But one of these days, sis, one of these days, I'm gonna shock you and I'm gonna call you first. Anyway, y'all know the motto: if you see something wrong and you fail to do something about it, then you have just created a new standard. And at the end of the day, their issue is never with you, their issue is with the standard. This has been yours truly. Sorry, first class six hashtag D professional SGL. From Beaumont, Texas, I'm on my way over to Tim Talks. Uh, We'll probably share it to the page. I'm going over there to have a great discussion with Mr. Tim Sloan and Command Sergeant Major Burke. Until next week, we'll be seeing y'all soon. Have a good night and have a safe weekend. Good night, everybody. On behalf of my advisors, the NCOPD Live team, we would like to thank tonight's special guests and for all of you that have tuned in to tonight's show. Until next week, we'll be seeing you soon. Have a great evening. Good night.